Oh, Sabrina, I just had the worst dream. Oh no, Frank, what was it about? I dreamed that we had this huge test in Hebrew school today and I forgot all about it. I showed up and realized I hadn't studied at all. I was so embarrassed. Oh, that sounds terrible. I hate when I have bad dreams about forgetting to study. And that wasn't even the worst part. Really? What was the worst part? In my dream, I was so flustered about not studying, I totally forgot to get dressed. I showed up to Hebrew school in only my underwear. Okay, well, you know what, Frank? I have good news. You do? Yes. At our Hebrew school, there are no tests, just really fun games and really bad jokes. Plus, we have an amazing kid contestant to help us with all the answers. Let's meet her now. Welcome to Hebrew School, the game show for really smart kids who want to show off how much they know about all things Jewish. I'm Frank. And I'm Sabrina. And we are joined today by a really special contestant. Hi, Cora. Hi. We are going to ask you some rapid fire questions to help all the people at home learn who you are. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, Cora, how many siblings do you have? One. And are they older or younger? Younger. And how many languages do you speak? I speak a little bit of Hebrew and English. Awesome. And what's your favorite subject in school? Um, PE. I'm not sure if that's technically a subject, but it's my favorite. We call them specials in school. Awesome. And what do you love most about PE? What about it makes it your favorite? Um, probably my teacher. Yeah? Is your teacher really enthusiastic? Yeah, he's really fun. Awesome. What's your least favorite subject in school? Math. (laughs) Fair enough. Me too. Okay, what is your favorite part about being Jewish? All the great holidays that we get to celebrate. Okay, we have one final question for you, Cora, and it is truly epic. Frank? Honor your mother and father. Don't steal. Don't kill. All good rules and all part of the original Ten Commandments. But I think we are ready for an upgrade. Cora, if you could add just one commandment to the original Ten, one incredible rule that everyone had to follow, what would it be? that everyone has to eat ice cream and pizza with every meal. Oh, yes. I am in for that commandment, Cora. That sounds great. And super delicious. (laughs) So delicious. It has to be the most delicious commandment of them all. (laughs) I'd say it's like definitely in the top three most delicious commandments. So here's the deal. No matter what kind of school you go to, you are always learning new and amazing things about being Jewish. We want to see how much you really know. But instead of giving you a test, we're going to play a series of fun games that ask you questions about everything from history to religion to pop culture. Ready to play? Yeah. Amazing. Our first game is called Tall Torah Tales. Tall Torah Tales. Okay, Cora. When you read the Bible, sooner or later, you come across things that blow your mind. Stuff so strange, you can't believe the Bible actually mentions it. So right now, Frank and I will tell you about three fantastic things mentioned in the Bible. Two of these things are actually straight from the Bible. The third is straight from our, well, twisted minds. Your job? Tell us which is which. Are you ready to play? Yep. All right, here is tale number one. I just told you guys about the bad dream I had, where I forgot to study and I showed up in my underwear. We get it, Frank. We get it. I think it's time you should uh, move on with your tale. Right, right, right. Well, I am not the only one with weird dreams. Our forefather Jacob had one too. 
He dreamed about a giant ladder that went all the way up to heaven. And on this giant ladder, angels were going up and down and up and down. And then God started talking to him and promised him that he would have tons of descendants. Jacob woke up super afraid, like even more afraid than I was standing there in my underwear. Frank! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, Cora, why don't you and me just move on with our second tale, okay? Okay. Okay. We all know that when the Jews left Egypt, they had to cross the Yam Suf, a.k.a. the Red Sea, which miraculously parted for them, leading the Jewish people to freedom. But did you know that the miracle didn't stop there? When the Jewish people walked through the parted sea, they didn't walk on sand or rocks. No siree. God made another miracle, and the ground beneath their feet turned into diamonds. The Jews could just scoop up all those precious stones and put them in their pockets, thus fulfilling God's promise to the Jewish people that they would leave Egypt with great treasure. Wow, that is amazing. Okay, time for our final tale. The prophet Elisha was a great man of God. However, he suffered from male pattern baldness and was so self-conscious about it that when a few local kids started making fun of his lack of hair, Elisha really lost it. He sent a pair of bears to attack the bullies, and the bears proceeded to kill more than three dozen of the kids. Bullying is never okay, but still... Okay, Cora, you have heard three tall Torah tales. Which do you think is totally made up? The never-ending ladder, getting diamonds stuck on the soles of their shoes, or the bald prophet sending bears to teach some kids a lesson? Um, I think it's the bears. No, the diamond thing is just too good to be true. We have to assume that the Israelites walked through the sea on plain old dry land. They did, however, leave Egypt with great riches. Uh, Frank? As the Egyptians heaped treasures on the escaping slaves as they left. That didn't happen. As we say at the Seder, die ain't it. Die, die ain't it. Let's move on to game number two. Our second game is called Maze. Maze. Mazeh is Hebrew for what is this? We are trying to identify the right Hebrew translation for an English word. Sabrina and I will both give you an option, but only one of us is telling the truth. I love basketball, so I thought we could try to translate the word tie, as in the game ended in a tie. Sabrina, why don't you go first? Sure. Everyone knows the word for a tie in Hebrew is bli netzach, a combination of the Hebrew word bli, meaning without, and nitzachon, meaning win. So bli netzach says what it means, without a win. Nice try, Sabrina. But we all know that the Hebrew word for tie is teku. It's actually a Hebrew acronym, which means that Elijah the prophet will answer all of our questions when the Messiah comes. I'm not sure what exactly Elijah has to do with sports, but I guess we might have to wait a while to find out who won our last game of backyard soccer. Mm, so what do you think, Cora? Is it Bli Netzach or Teku? I think it's Teku. Winner! The correct answer, believe it or not, is teku. It's pretty amazing that a modern Hebrew word used all the time by sports announcers on TV has its roots in the Bible. Cora, what sports team do you think Elijah would be a fan of? Honestly, not any of them. (laughs) He had too many other important things to do. That's so true. I could not have said it better myself.
Okay, Cora, we have time for one last game. Already? But I'm not ready for it to be over. Say it isn't so. I have so much more to give. It's okay, Sabrina. We'll always have the memories. Also, we'll be back next week. Oh, right. Okay. I suppose you're right. Okay, what's our last game? This should cheer you up. We finally get to share the recording we have from when we went you-know-where in the (gasps) you-know-what. You mean? Yes, I have our latest clip from Eavesdropping on History. Eavesdropping on History. Cora, I'm going to level with you. This is the most amazing thing. Frank here owns a time machine. A real one. And last week, he finally let me time travel with him. It was, in a word, amazing. But even though Frank told me not to touch anything and I promised him I wouldn't, I kind of (laughs) pressed the return to present day button before we got to finish recording the scene we saw. So we need your help. Can you listen with us and help us figure out what's going on here? Sure. Go for it, DJ. Hey, Akiva, Tarfon, Elazar, how are you doing? Great, this is the best Seder I've ever been to. How are you feeling? Perfect, wide awake. We've been here arguing over the story of the Exodus, and I feel like we are just getting started. Huh, I would have thought you would be tired by now. Why is that? Uh, because it's already morning and I'm here to get you for morning prayers? Wow, we stayed up all night. Okay, Cora, let's review. It sounds like a bunch of people with awesome names were at a Passover Seder, having a great time, when someone came to tell them that it was already morning and they had been up all night. That sounds like some party. Any idea what's going on here? It sounds like it's one of the very important Seders in Jewish history. Winner! This is the story we read about in the Haggadah during Passover about the five rabbis in Bnei Brak, an ancient town in Israel. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yehoshua, Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Tarfon, some of the most famous sages in our history, stayed up talking all night about the Passover story, and they didn't stop until their students came to collect them for morning prayers. How long was your Seder this year, Cora? I mean, we had our friends over, and... A little while through the Seder, we all just ran off to play in the yard, so I think we skipped over a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best part of the Seder. So it was a little (laughs) truncated. It was truncated with fun. It was funcated. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, hear that sound? Nope. Oh, Sabrina, I know you hear that sound. Nope. Nope, no sound. No way. Uh Uh-uh. Don't hear it. I know you don't want Hebrew school to be over, but Cora has things to do. Homework to finish, (laughs) other friends to hang out with. But I'm just not ready. I'll tell you what. After this, we can hop in my time machine and go back to that time you met Harry Styles at Starbucks. Oh, well, in that case, (laughs) we are out of time here at Hebrew school. Thank you so much, Cora. We actually had so much fun with you. And if you kids listening at home want to play too, and if you're between the ages of 8 and 12, email us at hebrewschool at tabletmag.com. Until then, class dismissed. Hebrew School is a podcast from Tablet Studios. It's hosted by me, Sabrina Friedman. And me, Frank Spiro. Our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman Ader, and Robert Scaramuccia. Special thanks to Stephanie Butnick and Liel Leibovitz. 
please go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review too. For more about this show and all of the Tablet Studios podcasts, visit tabletmag.com slash podcasts. Shalom, Shalom kids. kids.